Hey everyone, welcome to Grace, Grind, and Growth, the podcast. I am your host, Deja Woodard, and I'm really excited just to be podcasting right now because the summer is essentially officially over. I start classes at my university next week, Wednesday, and I'm actually recording this podcast like right on time, right before I'm publishing it. So today is Monday, so I have about eight days left, or seven, no, sorry. Eight days and some hours, so like nine days, essentially. But anyway, um, yes, the summer is over, and it's crazy because I moved into my new apartment this past fall, and it was, honestly, y'all, like, y'all have been keeping up with me. If you've made it this far, you've been, like, listening to previous episodes and, like, what's been going on and all the craziness that I've been doing as far as, like, as much as I've been working all summer, um, being super busy, not necessarily meeting all the... Um, points on my hit list, but still, you know, getting some stuff done, um, having car issues, um, trying to find balance (laughs) that didn't work (laughs) between like reading, trying to prepare for the school year and just, I don't know, everything that goes on in my head, but I've made it and I lived to tell the story. So everything's okay. It's all good. But, um, yes. So I moved into my new fall apartment, super exciting, super awesome apartment, super nice, super clean, um, nice and spacious. My roommate, I'm excited to live with her, um, have some great experiences and a great year ahead of the two of us, um, individually and like collectively. But, um, yeah, this past weekend I had some family help me come move that came to help me move. That was just all out of order. Um, that came to help me move and it was just a really good time and it just really made me feel um, secure and, you know, confident in all the things that are coming my way this year. So with that being said, I just want to thank y'all, you know, who you are. If you helped me move into my fall apartment, I keep saying fall apartment like I'm only be here for a semester. But if you help me move in, thank you so much. I love you all and I couldn't do it without you. I barely had to touch anything because my family's so awesome. But um, I'm just going to give like a quick recap or not sorry not recap but like a quick rundown of what I wanted to talk about today because I do realize that some people start classes this week I realize that some people have already started or have like moved into their fall apartment some people have yet to move in but um my topic for today is just gonna be remember why you started when I say remember why you started I said that because um you know freshman year coming in you're all excited for college, you know, like this is a new experience. It's a good time. It's a nice foreign space to be in. And there's just a lot going on. Sometimes, you know, even as a freshman, you can be overwhelmed. You can be like just lost in the sauce. You can be super busy, not knowing what to do, not knowing who to talk to, not knowing um, what's around you, what's available to you, anything like that. So uh, before you even get to that point, just remember why you started. Um, if it's helpful to you, write it down. That way, because you will need that later in the semester when you're like, why am I here? What is life? What am I doing? Maybe I should just like go home. You know, sometimes we always have those little moments of doubt and phases of challenges that we have to deal with at a later time that we don't necessarily always anticipate. But I'm telling you, if you do not um, foresee that in your future, write it down anyway, because you will be surprised at the things that test you in college. Just holistically, like sometimes it's not even necessarily academic challenges that 
kind of like wipe you out almost. Um, it can be like personal. It can be social. Um, you can um, have like issues with your family. You can have issues with maybe like money. Well, obviously that's a big issue in college, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so write down your goals, write down your why, because your why is always going to keep you motivated. Your why shouldn't be something shallow. It should be, um, the thing that wakes you up in the morning. It's the reason why you're at school. Is it to make money? Is it to, um, just get a degree because you have a job waiting for you? Is it to gain these experiences, um, that college can provide to you, like studying abroad, or, um, maybe you want to go to graduate school and you already know that as an undergrad early on in your career, that's awesome. Just write down your why, um, and keep it somewhere that you can see it so that every day on your worst days, on your best days, you know why you're motivated, why you can't, um, slack off or do, um, poor quality work because your why is at stake. Like, you know that this is exactly what motivates you and what keeps you waking up every morning and ready to do what you're doing. Um, also, write down the kind of person you want to be. For me, I think that I realized like very late, not necessarily late, but I realized that I tend to think from the perspective of the person I am instead of the person that I want to be. And as amazing as I am, obviously, um, I'm not where I want to be. So like most of us, I feel like we attract people who meet us where we are and sometimes that means that you know we have to go seek the people who are who we aspire to be like and it doesn't mean I personally believe that you can have both at the same time as long as you're um, aware of the difference between the two if there is a difference for you but just knowing that if you want to be the type of person who's always early who's always taking notes who's always um, networking who's always um, doing whatever it is that you want to do, you have to be intentional and mindful about the type of people that you surround yourself with and just know that you're the average of the five people that you're closest to and that you shouldn't be taking on the opinions of people whose lifestyles you don't want to live. Like that just doesn't, you know, add up over time. You can't act one way and surround yourself with a certain type of person and expect the results of a completely different person. Like it doesn't work like that. You do have to think about the qualities that you need in order to be the person that you want to be. Do you need to um, be more decisive? Do you need to be um, okay with lack of structure or super structured and organized? Or can you be um, maybe more relaxed and more laid back than maybe what you already are? Um, and just things of that nature, like what does the person that you want to be look like and how do you get to become that person? Because you have to actively make decisions Um that will help you get step like a step closer to being that person. So if you want to be, you know, if you want to own your own business, you know that you have to be well connected. Um, you don't have to have all the connections yourself, but you need to know people who can um, help you and connect you to others. You know that um, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to work way more than 40 hours a week because that's kind of like the bare minimum for people who do, you know, nine to five. And obviously if you're working for yourself, you're going to have to be willing to put in more time and resources. Um, and you don't even always see the return immediately. Um, it's just like certain things take certain, take people down certain steps and certain paths that allow them to become the person that they want to be, as opposed to, um, you know, staying where you are, doing what you've always done and getting what you've always got. Another good method to remember why you started is to find like that one person. If you can, I always say like that one person who can understand 
what you see for yourself or what you see for, you know, your college experience, what you see for your year, whatever the case may be. Um, you want to find that one person. It can be a mentor. It can be a friend. It can be someone that you're not even close to, but maybe y'all just have that connection of needing an accountability partner. Um, when you find that person, I think it's important to make sure that you express explicitly um, why this is important to you, why um, being in college is something that you want to do and if it's not something that you want to do maybe you shouldn't be here um and that's it like that is okay I think that a lot of college students feel like they have to be here and you don't there are way too many living examples of people who are successful without having gone to college or without having secured a degree um you know without having to take even some people who are um you know who have um four-year degrees and further education they didn't take like the traditional like graduate high school go straight to college maybe they did a gap year or maybe they um, went to another country and maybe they traveled around maybe they worked for a couple years and felt the field that they thought that they wanted to go into um, and got that experience but it looks different for everyone so make sure that you're um, intentionally and actively not seeking out someone um, especially if you do want that to be a lasting relationship because I don't think that things forced are things that will go far but uh, making sure that you're keeping an open mind about how that'll be delivered to you, um, per se. But um, I have this like theory in my head that freshman year, everyone is like, everybody's cool, right? Like nobody has gotten to know enough about someone else that they don't like them. From my personal experience, because everybody's different. Um, freshman year, everybody's cool. I think that. Um, people bond over the newness of college, right? So you're like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. And the next person is like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, we don't know what we're doing. Like, so we know, right? But um, that's kind of, at least that's kind of how freshman year went for me. Um, and then sophomore year, you kind of find like the people that, you know, from between freshman and year and sophomore year, it's kind of like the people who didn't drive you crazy or who didn't turn you off to them as a person. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, okay, we're all cool. And then sophomore, that's freshman year. And then um, sophomore year is like, okay, this is who's left. And it's not necessarily bad. And it doesn't mean that um, everybody else isn't, you know, um, good enough or anything. It's just like some people turn you off by some of the stuff that they do or the things that they engage in or some of the stuff they speak on and, you know, certain things like that. Um, as they expose themselves, you kind of just get a feel for them and you're like, ah, not for me. Or like, yeah, let's go. Like, let's rock. But I think by junior year, you kind of just get a feel for the person that you are and the type of people that you want to surround yourself with. Um, and junior year, for me at least, I feel like I don't have anyone who I don't like, but I'm also like, okay, who else can I meet? That's just me personally, though. Um, but it's different for everyone. I'm saying this to say that like, if it doesn't happen immediately, that's okay. If you can't identify that one person um, right off the bat, that is okay. If you find a mentor um, who isn't even on your campus or um, maybe isn't like your academic advisor or your professor, that is okay too. Uh, just knowing that, you know, it'll happen for you when it's supposed to and some things can't be forced. Like sometimes you just have to like ride it out and just see where it takes you. Um, and then I think generally by senior year, people have met the type of people that they wanted to at least, um, or have intentionally, um, pursued or attempted to meet. And you're kind of just like, 
bouncing off connections at that point, you know, because your friend is like, oh, I have this friend who could help you do this or whatever um, and so forth. But um, yeah, just make sure that you remember your why. You write down the kind of person you want to be, the goals that you want to achieve, um, and you secure that mentor or friend to help you do the things that you intend to set out and do, like crush those goals that you set for yourself. Make sure you write them down and you see them so that you're reminded every day, like, this is something I said I wanted. This is something I'm working to achieve. This is why I'm doing it, and this is how it's going to get done. Um, and then the mentor and the friend can make sure that you're being your best self and you're taking care of yourself as you pursue those goals. Um, and it can also be, you know, a family member, your your favorite cousin, your youngest brother or sister, your oldest aunt, uncle, like whatever the case may be, whatever that looks like for you because it does look different for everyone. Um, something else to remember to help you remember why you started. Um, well, actually, I think this is more of a way to preserve um, your why is to keep your mind organized because I know that, like, for me, I'm a junior now, and as I start this year, I'm already, classes don't start till next week, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, class, like, F doc, which at my university, we are extremely intense with the acronyms. There's an acronym for everything. We call the first day of classes F doc. So I'm just like, F doc me, please. Like, F doc, where you at? Because I have so much to do between now and the first day of classes that I'm, I will be relieved getting up for my, I don't even have an 8A in the summer, I mean the semester. Um, I will be relieved getting up for my first class of the day, whatever time that is, because I have so much to do in between now and then, even though it's only next week. <laughs> but like, keep your mind organized. When you're overwhelmed, it's easy to forget like what you want to do, what you said you were gonna do, and you're kind of just worried about surviving and like making it out alive kind of thing. Um, but as long as you keep your mind in order, everything else will follow. So I'm a very big person, an advocate for like being clean. Like if you know me very well, you know that like I have some OCD tendencies um, that I may or may not, you know, acknowledge or whatever. But anyway, um, like I definitely am the type of person to be to believe that you know clutter is like the physical manifestation of mental chaos, right? So like if my room's a mess. I can't go take a test in the morning because, like, I know that, like, my room is messy. It just messes with my head. Like, simple stuff like that or, like, you know, like, leaving dishes in the sink or, like, um, my car being junky. Like, simple stuff like that that is probably super irrelevant to, like, so many other people will literally have my mind a mess and I'm just, like, I can't focus or, like, I can't get my homework started because I have clothes laying on the floor or there's, like, clothes on my bed and this, that, and the third. Um, stuff like that distracts me. So if you're anything like that, which you may not be, but um, like keep your mind organized. Keeping your mind organized allows everything else to flow smoothly. Some people don't have to be that way. Um, some people can, you know, leave their place a mess and go um, ace a test or go, um, you know, spend a day um, being super productive and busy. But I am the type of person like I can't come home to a messy house. Um, it will literally be on my mind from the time I leave to the time I return and fix it. Um, and that's just like how I am. That's how I work. And I know that about myself. So what do I do? I keep my space neat. I keep my space clean. And um, that is how I work best. Like I need a neat environment. Um, I have people in my life who I don't know how they do it, but, you know, they only um, do stuff when needed. Right. Like they only take out the trash when they have to. They only, um, you know, fold their clothes like some. 
I have some friends who, you know, they like do their laundry, like they wash and dry their clothes, and then they just start picking out their clothes from the basket instead of like pick, putting them away first and like going to get them out their closet or their drawers. Like, you know, to each his own. But for me, I know that like keeping my mind organized, keeping my space organized, this is like the kind of thing that allows me to function um, at the best of my ability. Um, thinking in so what's um, help me remember what's important and what's not. For me, when I was younger, I was in like middle school. My teacher would always, my social studies teacher, this was actually when I was living in Buffalo so long ago, um, so long ago. But um, he would always write the objective on the board, right? Like today we're gonna discuss lessons, whatever, um, and learn about whatever topic, what have you. Um, and then he would always say, so what? And then after the so what, it would be like, why are we doing this, right? So students will be able to um, speak to this experience, speak to this historical event, speak to this um, division, this um, country, whatever the case may be. It's like, so what? Why is this important? Why do you care? Why is this relevant? And for me, that was a very helpful question. It's like not even in a derogatory kind of nature or like, you know, interrogating something, but it's like, so what? Why is this important? And I find myself asking those questions to myself when I get overwhelmed or when I'm overloaded and I have to do certain things or I have to make decisions um, of why to do something and not the other thing. It's like, so what? Why do I need to do this? So what? why do I need to make time for this? Why do I need to prioritize this? Remembering those things can help you uh, remember why you started and not be overwhelmed. Um, in addition to so what, you have to like another um, kind of like question to ask yourself is like, how will this situation affect me? How will this um, situation benefit me? How will this situation indirectly hurt or help the next person or the person on the other end? Um, is this a priority right now? Is this going to get me anything, like any step closer to my goal? Will this stress me out? Will this be bothering me this time next week if I don't do it? Or will I um, be suffering if I, like a month from now, if I still haven't done it? Will this matter a year from now or next semester? These are all the kind of the kinds of questions that you want to ask yourself um, when you're trying to remember why you started and to keep yourself from being overwhelmed and stuff like that. Um, and last, I'm just going to say being great takes time. Like I know that some people walk into college and they just own it. As soon as they step foot on the campus, they just got everything in order all the time for forever from the time that they, um, you know, move in to the time that they walk across stage at graduation. They have just they are rock stars. They do everything to the best of their ability, and that's always enough. But for the other, like, 99% of students, sometimes you have to mess up first. Sometimes you have to be late to something. Sometimes you have to miss out on something. Sometimes you have to um, make a mistake first to learn from it, and that's okay, too. Now, ideally, in a perfect world, we would see other people struggle and learn from their struggles. But sometimes, you know, we got to bump our head a time or two, and we got to learn from our own experience, and that's okay, too. But just know that your experience depends on you and your perspective. Don't give other people the opportunity to control your experience. That is something that you are in charge of. That is something that you have to be intentional about because you pay your tuition and fees. You're going to have to pay back your loans. You're the one who's earned the scholarships. Um, it's up to you to make sure that you have that great experience. Nobody's going to um, ask you, like, you know how if you buy something at a store, it's like, oh, if you weren't impressed with the quality of whatever, you can return it. If it's broken, if it's defective, you can return it. Once you graduate, like you're not getting your four years back if you didn't enjoy them. That's gone. Once you graduate, they're not going to be like, oh, you didn't have a great time at this university. Here's your um, you know, student loans back. Like Nothing's going to happen. You're just going to be stuck. So 
um, just keep that in mind when you're making decisions. Like, don't think too much about it. If it's okay with you, then that's okay. Uh, because you have to live with 100% of the decisions that you make. You have to deal with the consequences. You have to be the one to um, pick yourself up. You know, when times get tough, you have to be the one um, to listen to the, your thoughts all the time. You can't tune those out. You have to be the one to be um, to take pride in the person that you are and to acknowledge, like, I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes, but that is me, and that's my story. Um, and it's a part. It's all a part of my success story, and that's what I'm dealing with right now. Um, you have to be able to acknowledge that, you know, sometimes I screw up and sometimes I get it right. And all the time I'm okay with either because I'm human and that's just the nature of the situation. Um, also, when like, you know, you're thinking about uh, being in college and your true self is tested, like I like to say, um, just remember what you wanted to gain, what you wanted to learn, what you wanted to experience. Um, and just know that like it's possible to get whatever it is that you want. Like if you want to start a business in college and nobody around you is doing it, so what? It's still possible. There are people who want to help young entrepreneurs. There are people um, who want entrepreneurs as friends who you know want to support each other in business. And you know, I buy from you, you buy from me, kind of thing. Or there are people who want to. Um, I have friends who are into music, right? Some of them make beats, some of them rap they can help each other, like mutually beneficial relationships. Um, there are people who, you know, want to work in business. There are people who want to work in communications. Like, it's all, like, mutually beneficial. But there are people who need exactly what you have to give, and you just have to find them is what I'm trying to say, basically. But I think that I've ranted enough today. So thank you for listening. And I hope that you continue to stay tuned to this podcast and make sure that you rate, comment, and subscribe. And share too, y'all. Share this podcast. I've had a lot of people um, tell me that they listen to my podcast. And if you ever meet me in person, like, I don't actually talk to people about my podcast. But it's like in like my Instagram bio and like, you know, other ways of like spreading stuff, information. Um and I'll always tell my friends, like, oh, yeah, I have a podcast. But, you know, if you listen to it, don't tell me. But, like, just listen to it. You should listen to it. Check it out in episode or two whenever you get the time. It'll be so weird. Like, y'all, I'm just a mess. But it's fine. I'm an awesome mess. So, anyway, bye, y'all. I hope y'all have a great day. <laughs>